You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Quick jam, 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 jam. My kids, kids, Big news, small portions. Good morning from us here at Bleeding Green Nation and SB Nation. Slow news days for the Eagles are good news days, just to qualify that. So it's been a couple of days. Look, obviously it's not good news for clicks and downloads, but for the sake of the team. Before we get to the practice field takeaways from training camp, a big talking point yesterday was Daniel Jeremiah's quote about how the Eagles are feeling about rookie quarterback Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma. Let's play a piece of that clip from NFL Network's Inside Training Camp Live. And all reports I've got out of the Eagles camp are that they have been blown away with not only everybody knows how athletic he is, but just how smart he is and how much of a professional he is. Like he just carries himself like a veteran. Um, everybody on the team is, is really falling in love with him. So he's somebody they think can develop and, and be a, you know, a starter and, and be a quality starter in the league. But the guy you're looking at right now, Carson Wentz, is a legitimate MVP candidate. Doug Peterson was asked about the backup quarterback spot, and Peterson says that Nate Sudfeld is the number two right now, which would make Jalen Hurts the number three. Let's play that clip from his Thursday morning talk with the media. Yeah, Nate Nate is our number two, um, and and obviously Jalen is still learning. Jalen is uh, he's done some really good things for us. Um, you know, he he's he, he's again like I mentioned, he's he's learning our system, and and he's another one, one of our young players that. Uh, you know, learning the game a little bit. Um, he's got got some athleticism. We've seen that in practice. But you know, Nate has done a nice job for us, and, and Nate has uh, come in and, and and really done everything we've asked him to do from a backup position. And, and you know, every every position is being evaluated, obviously. Uh, but uh, to answer your question, Nate Nate is right now our our number two. Look, whether he's number two or number three, I'm just thankful he's not Clayton Thorson. And if you saw the social media interaction he had with a fan where he got the kid's name on his backpack, I just don't understand how you couldn't like a dude like him. And hey, Doug can order those quarterbacks however, but the true reveal will be who they dress as the backup in week one. And by the way, if you're looking for some reading material, Danny Kelly did a piece for The Ringer about Carson Wentz's potential to rejoin the elite tier of quarterbacks this year. Danny's a good dude that does good work, so go click that. And talking about what went down in day four of practice, we'll start with some injury updates. Miles Sanders, the running back, his injury adds to Javon Hargrave and Derek Barnett as things that are kind of lingering. Doug Peterson said he likes the running back room, and I didn't sense any urgency about bringing in a veteran. Sanders was spotted at practice wearing a pressure stocking on his right leg, so we'll keep track of that. But sources say he'll be full go for week one. Peterson said that there have been several young guys that have stood out through the first three padded practices including Jalen Rager, the wide receiver, who Jalen Mills also praised. The other wide receivers, Quez Watkins, John Hightower. There's offensive tackle slash offensive guard, Jack Driscoll, the rookie, and Michael Jaquette. 
jacket, 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 you get it, cornerback. And I'll add to that that John Hightower, who I just mentioned, had himself another day after Doug gave him the shout out, beating Rasul Douglas, Darius Slay, and making a contested catch over the middle on three separate plays, followed by another where he beat Slay again on a TD from Jalen Hurts, who had a lot of time to throw according to BLG, but hopefully that success for Hightower translates to Sundays and isn't just a product of the setting, but the youngin definitely has the boosters and is looking clean with his releases and his route running. Things should amp up for the Eagles as the first tackle scrimmage will likely take place today, according to Doug Peterson. I'm hoping Sidney Jones is back in practice by then as he works himself back from yet another injury. Jones likely makes the team, but it really is his last chance for romance in Philadelphia, and it's off to a rocky start for my guy. Checking in on arrival, the Washington football team was hit with some bad news per Adam Schefter on Twitter. Quote, Washington head coach Ron Rivera tells me he has been diagnosed with lymph node cancer after a self-check. Rivera shared the news with his team tonight, but says the cancer is in their early stages and is considered, quote, very treatable and curable, end quote. So Schefter says, learned of it two weeks ago, told the team about it last night, plans to coach, but does have a backup plan. Of course, we wish Coach Rivera a speedy recovery. One last Eagles note, Philadelphia claimed wide receiver Travis Fulgham off the waivers, young guy, big guy at over 6'2". He's 215 pounds, long arms, a little on the slower side, had a productive preseason last year for the Lions after being a six-round pick, and I doubt he makes the roster, especially with the lack of a preseason. So, boom! We did the thing. Tune in later today for Day 5 Training Camp Recaps from BGN Radio, Brandon Lee Gowton, Jimmy Kemsky. Go have yourselves a day. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts.